What up, everybody? This your boy Theo Pinson here with another episode of Run Your Race with my boy AJ Richardson. Good morning, beautiful people. There you go with the morning <laughs> shit again. And we have a very, very, very special guest, a dear friend to me, brother from another mother, Spencer Dinwiddie. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good morning, good people. <laughs> <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for coming on the show with us, bro. Like, you know, you're the smartest, most annoying, ignorant person I ever met in my life. But wonderful listen, combination. Definitely, I will tell you this: one of the smartest people I ever met in my life, really. But uh, as you can, Spencer, I don't know if you've seen the show. You told me you watched a couple clips. But what we do here, we got me and AJ started a little podcast of just about our race. Our race is going from high school to college to to the league or in the business world, just going from high school, college to the real, the real, <laughs> the real text, like just figuring it all so, out. So we just wanted to bring you on. And I know you, I know you because I know you've got an interesting story. You've been through a whole lot. So where we're going to start as is high school. That's what we do here. So high school. Get, first of all, you tell us a little bit about yourself. Where you from? Uh, what your parents do when you start playing basketball, Ooh. all that. Uh, sure. Spencer Dinwiddie. Yep. Obviously. All right. No, I'm from uh, Los Angeles, California. Uh, born and raised. Both my parents, uh, same way. Um, my dad was a real estate agent and my mom was a professor at USC for most of my life. And then uh, she ended up owning a couple of preschools and she still does that today. So, uh, you know, education was always obviously a focus. Um, professor USC, man. <laughs> look, when I told my mom that school, uh, wasn't my passion. She she looked at me like I had uh, like robbed a bank. Hey, listen, let's go, let's go off one of the uh, podcasts we did talk about our why. Yeah. You disappointed mom a little bit. Listen. Oh, yeah. Uh, that ain't what you do. Nah, uh, for sure. It was, it was, uh, that was probably like my sophomore year. It was right when I kind of figured out I was going to be okay and, and, and get a scholarship possibly. Mm. Um, and I was like, you know, mom, like I'll still get solid grades. I'm not going to embarrass the family. Right. But like this 4.0 stuff probably is going to stop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's probably going to look like three point, yeah. you know, three. Which, which is not bad. <laughs> not bad. For sure, for sure. Look, but she listen, was, she I was, wish I had yeah. three point something. Man, what? <laughs> yeah, oh, no. So she she was definitely upset about that. But, you know, it is what it is. When did you start playing basketball? Uh, Four years old. Actually, first of all, before that, did you play any other sport? I played football and also skied. You skied? Wow. Yeah. Ski, but you from LA? Yeah, this my dad like, skied, wait, bro. Let's, let's, let's. <laughs> my dad skied and rode bikes, so I ended up skiing. Mm. I don't really like to ride bikes. Where did like you that. go to ski? Uh, I mean, there's mountains, bro. You like just got to drive. Bear. Big, yeah, bear. Yeah, big Bear. Yeah, yeah just yeah, different yeah. places. I live in bro. LA, so I know now. I yeah, know it. Big Bear. You can get there. It's going to take a good two hours, probably. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but you can get some snow. So, was you like nice though in skiing? Oh, yeah, I was nice. Oh, for real? Yeah. That's sick. Do you still do it? No. No, man. what do you mean? What do you mean? Oh, you can't. That's right. <laughs> not, only, not only can I not do it, yeah, I've man. also torn my ACL twice. Like, this oh, yeah, okay. We're yeah. going to get into all that. <laughs> we, we're going to get it. So you started playing, you said four? Yeah. Started playing at four. When did you find out, like, okay, I might be pretty good? Uh, I mean, two different times. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I thought I was good at first because I was better than everybody in my neighborhood and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. I realized I wasn't that good as I started to go to like high school-ish yeah. because I was also small and slow. So I started high school at five, seven, 117 pounds and I was mm. slow. Mm. So 
117. Yeah, no, I was I was like a I was like White a child. Yeah, I was like I was like a child, but I grew three inches every year in high school. By the time I graduated, I was 6'4, 165, and it's kind of like getting quicker and stuff and mm-hmm. kept growing in college and then you know, I got better. So Okay. So you got first of all, you're a small fry. You do <laughs> you grew three inches every year. Yeah. Spencer. As what you've told me, you weren't a guy to go to all the camps. No. Nah. You, were, you weren't a guy. You weren't a high recruit guy. You wasn't nah. a guy to just, everyone, not everyone knew Spencer Dinwiddie. Not so at all. No, how, I had did, how did you, how did you, uh, which is different from me, not so. trying to brag or nothing, no, but no, like, so. how did you get the recognition that you end up getting? Uh, did you ever get it? No, hell no. So, I mean, but we talked about this though. You yeah. were at McDonald's. You yeah. were the guy. Yeah. You were one of them ones. Yeah. I was, so I was still one of them ones because yeah. you were in the league. Yeah. So yeah. You, yeah. you can't, this is a whole nother thing, podcast. Whoever you think is not nice and whatever, like there's only like 500 of us. So you top 500 out of 8 billion, you one of them ones. Listen, Period. I always say yeah. the last man on the bench will still bust your ass. Oh yeah, you one of them ones for sure. But in, in context <laughs> of high school though. Literally. Listen. Nah, listen, in context of high school, yeah, you were definitely one of them dudes. And mm-hmm. I was like 146, I think, to be exact. I didn't know they go that far. Yeah, they man. go to 150. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was like 146. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think Overall, like what that did, because I always thought I was better than my ranking and better than what people for thought. Sure, better than for sure. I mean, even now, right? Like, uh, we we talk about guys that that hoop or do things at a high level, and I'll be like, "Sure, you know me." I was yeah. like, "Can't no nobody in here sure. guard me? Yeah. Ain't Got lost a one on one, none of that." You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's wrong. And so that was born in that time period mm-hmm. because I would have success against some top ranked guys, but you know, you don't get the high ranking because you're at first you're small, then you're slow. You know what I'm saying? Then you're growing into your body. And so I think like I probably started to get a little bit of recognition in uh, college, probably around my sophomore year um, when I decided to go back to school and went to like Adidas Nations and stuff like that. But that was my real first taste of like that type of uh, recognition and and love. And I told myself, yeah. So before, so we're going to stay in high school. We're going to get to college because I know you got a lot that went going on in college. So when you were in high school, right? Mm -hmm. Who was, who was the guy that you kind of, so for me, when I was in high school, it was kind of like, yes, I had the recognition, but I'm still watching guys like, what do they do? Like, oh, I, sure. I like, I watch John Wall. I watch yeah, guys yeah, like yeah. that. And he from to, LA, so that LA market. Yeah, oh, so okay. you got, we. oh yeah, we had dudes. <laughs> we. Listen, at my high school alone, obviously you had. With uh, right? Yeah, Tav. Yeah. We had Larry Drew, who was a McDonald's American, went, yep, to, went, to, went Carolina. to Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yep. Left um, in the middle of the night. <laughs> hey, listen, bro. We're going to leave that another day. I don't know day. all the details <laughs> of that. that, that, that I don't know none of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in general, though, nah, I mean, you, you just got dudes, man. Like, What's up, Josh? Everybody at a you know, far higher level than one day. Josh Green, for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Brandon Jennings was like yeah. a god. And his mixtape. So Brandon Jennings cool. went there. No, not to Taft, but he was an L.A. guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandon Jennings, tripping. James Harden, yeah. uh, Taylor King w- went to Duke, right? You yeah. got uh, Kevin Love played for SoCal Supreme. Mm-hmm. Renardo Sydney is an underrated one. Oh, I remember Renardo Sydney. Sydney. Oh, my oh, God. Whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, we played him in the, in, the, in, the, in the city semi. We ended up winning, but like he opened Whoa. the game like three threes. And we were like, oh, Renardo shit, Sydney. it's over. 
Like this dude, six ten. He was two hundred eighty five, three hundred pounds, something like that. Could boogie. He was cold. Came down, cashing threes. Was like, uh, what are we gonna do? All right. We always ask every guest on this show, best mixtape when you was in high school that you remember. Best mixtape was who? I say when I and I forgot to add him. I had John Wall and JT Terrell mixtape his senior year was nuts. Mixtape was stupid. Nuts. But. I feel like D. Rose and Tyreek Evans mm. had some crazy mixtapes mm. too. He done went back in the archives. But, but see, you got to remember, though, I'm a little bit older. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm looking oh, yeah, up yeah, to these yeah. guys. Yeah. So like, you know, you say a, a JT Terrell, I think he's yeah. like 2010. So I was 2011. Yeah. So that's in my age range. Like you go back to D. Rose, who's 07. Yeah. That's who like 07, 08 is really where I'm like looking up like, because they're yeah. seniors in that's college fact. and whatever. Yeah. So I'm looking at the Mike that's Beasley's. Facts. Yeah. Like I saw him in a yeah. tournament one time when I was a kid and was like, yo. Mike was sick. He was Whoa. cold. DC yeah. Assault, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. he's yeah. a problem. Yeah. Mike mean Streets, yeah. Yeah. Eric Gordon, D. Rose. Uh, so you saw them playing high school. Yeah, because you know, you go to a tournament and they're like the main event. Like right. they're the yeah. they the ones. Like. Yeah. They're so yeah. That's, yeah, that was oof. Bernardo Sidney, bro. Yeah, right, he, was, he, was, he was a problem. He I, was I played nice. against him. Like I didn't play against D Rose and him, but like I played, played against Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. That LA market is, and it's still like that. Yeah, the LA I mean, market still is still like that. that. Listen, mm -hmm. LA will always, California will always breed hoopers. Always breed hoopers. But they not the hoop state though. They definitely how? not the hoop they state. They not the hoop how? state. North Carolina is the hoop state. Yeah. But how? Explain that. I'm just gonna explain it in me. But, but yeah, focus in and go to the other. I like that one. I like that one. But, I like that one. So we've all talked about the good stuff. Oh, well, we said that. no. We, yeah, we about to skip that. No, no, no. <laughs> We're no, not no. about to get it all. No, out please, right now. please. This is a whole new quick run. This is what I always say. Me and Cam always argue about this too. Go ahead. California is just so big. Exactly, bro. Bro, we talked about this in the locker room. We got hoopers. It's not even small North Carolina. It's not even. No, no, no. But what I'm trying to tell you is, we probably have more. All stars, then y'all have hoopers and yeah, but look total. at the size of Jordan. California. That's 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 my point. Always, I always be like, we got MJ. Boy, that's all you basing on one dude. I'm just saying I we mean, got the greatest player to I mean, ever play yeah, the game. I mean, if that's if that's the case, then I would argue that Ohio's a better state than y'all because they got LeBron and Steph. Damn. No, Wait, what do you mean, Steph? Steph? What's Steph you mean? from North Carolina. <laughs> no, he's not. He, he was, was born, born in Ohio for like two days. Damn, why? So he was two born days. in Ohio for like two oh, days. Oh, my God. Hey, listen. God, I'm I'll tell you, this, I'll tell you this, If my mama was, had, to, had me in Alaska, I'm not claiming Alaska because I was there for two days. Right. When he tells the story. Layover, if my mom had a layover in Alaska and I was coming, <laughs> and I was coming to form. When Steph tells a story, he says he was born in Ohio. That's what he literally says. Okay. What I'm, I just said it, a great example. So you got the best I, if shooter. My mom had a layover in Alaska but for it's two what days. He claims though, he says I was born in he Ohio. He doesn't claim it. He just Man, says I was born. He claims North Carolina. Carolina, Carolina North Carolina, Ohio. But first off, he being Cali more than he being <laughs> oh, <my laughs> North Carolina. <laughs> he's been in Cali hey, at four. He's Cali. That's the only time he was probably in Cali. I'm just saying. He went to Davidson. They didn't go to Cali much. I tell you that right now. Just saying. But so we talked about all the good stuff. Um. What was one of the hardest things you had to go through in high school or something that made you like a better person or player today? In high school? In high school. Like, for example, I had got cut from the USA team, stuff like that. Like, I couldn't handle being number one in the nation. I couldn't handle certain stuff that 
came that with it. That all sounds like, like good stuff. Yeah, I'm about to say, but no, like no, no, for but him, it's some, I'm saying that you learned. was trash. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing was hard. What do you I mean? Know, hey, crazy. Crazy. Really? Like, yeah, ah, crazy. I was number one. It was hard <laughs> for me. No, no, no. Like, no I'm just, but I'm being real. Very humble, though. I'm trying to say it humbly, but I'm also trying to be like, listen. I couldn't handle that stuff. Like I'm, I, I knew. Like I look back on it, I'm like, bro, I could not handle it because I was always the hunter, and now I was being hunted, and I was like, dog, like this is, this is a lot. But I can always, I can probably see like, because I talked to you about it already. Yeah. You didn't have offers, like yeah, not not a ton of them. You didn't have a ton of offers. So what, like I said, what was something that you went through in high school that was like, damn, this is. How am I gonna get mentally through this or something like that? Did you have any well, injuries I'm saying, in high school? No, no, no. I mean, I broke my fingers, but like, oh, it was like I broke nothing. my wrist. One I think yeah. the better question yeah. is, yeah, what, me what motivated you? You said you came in one seventeen, yeah. and how tall are you? Five, five seven? seven. What mm -hmm. motivated you to be like, all right, like, even though I'm small, I can still, you know, climb this low, which you did. Yeah, you know well, I mean? because like I said, I, I had had different points where I was like successful at basketball. It wasn't like I was ass at the game yeah, yeah it's just yeah. That, like i would beat my peers and then like when i'd climb a level or whatever it is it just kind of would take me a time period to catch up in a sense mm -hmm. yeah but when that happens consistently enough it's like well all right we we go back to work we yeah. got to figure this level out now we got to figure this level out but so when you talk about like your difficulties which obviously handling success is a big thing uh just for any human to deal with right yeah so i completely understand that um but in my experience in high school, especially younger years, right? I was so far at the bottom mm. that you scrapping for any level of daylight. That's like yeah. you just, yeah, like it wasn't even like I was in the middle and like, oh, if I could beat him, I'm gonna be ranked, you know, 20th and oh, and if I get him, I get McDonald's. Like, bro, I wasn't sniffing none of that. So the whole thing was about like, I have so much ground to make up so many people on this checklist that I had to keep my head down and, and you know, and not to be cliche, out, yeah. but run, run, my, run my race. Yeah. Right. And, and to your point, like I didn't have blue blood offers. Like UCLA yeah. was only blue blood that recruited me. And that's obviously in my backyard. I had yeah. a lot of the Pac-12. So it wasn't like mm -hmm. I was, again, like we're not talking about like I was a, some bum off the street. Right, like, right, right, right. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it wasn't like Duke and Carolina and Kentucky yep. and any of them, Syracuse, anybody else you want to name, like what none of them coming. Yeah. So it, it came down to. Pac-12, which was ended up being Colorado, mm -hmm. or Harvard, Harvard which yeah. was the whole education piece of my family and all that stuff. And again, because as you know, I'm slightly mentally deranged, I was like, oh, guys, don't worry. I figured out this level. It's going to take me about a year and a half to figure out this level. And I'm going to the NBA in two years. Don't worry. Pac-12 it is. Let's go. Where do you think that came from? Like, that's like... A Bro, lot of people. This dude's yeah. logic is bananas. Like that is that <laughs> is a crazy. That like where did but that like come the, from? It's bro? crazy. Like where did? <laughs> that's a great question. Like you know your I mean? confidence, and I'm like I tell people this all the time. Like Spencer's confidence is at an all time high, yeah, all the time, be. and it can yeah. hurt you, <laughs> and it can help you at some time. But, but like to have it. that, and that's it's amazing, bro. Like from where you were, as far as like. Not getting the recognition, but like, listen, I'm going to figure this shit right. out. <laughs> like, and when I figure it out there, determined. it's over. Like, yeah, you know so. what I'm saying? So it's crazy. So like, where'd you get that? Uh, I would say like the two main places would be my parents. One, mm, yeah. from a young age, we're like, you can do anything you put your mind to. You want to be president, you want NASA, whatever, you know, which is, I think, great to tell your kids. I'm talking about when I'm like four or five, six, yeah. stuff like that. And also, 
if everybody is constantly telling you that you can't do something. Yeah, now you, I got to prove a point. You got two choices, bro. Yeah. If they tell you you can't hit the conditioning test, you either say, oh, well, you know, okay, yeah. I'm not going to hit it. Yeah. Or you say like, no, watch this. Right. And so what happens is every time you say watch this and you do it, well, you validate that to yourself. Yeah, and so right. when you are talking to yourself every day, and you got to remember like, everybody can think you're crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But if every day I'm telling myself something, and I'm not even one of these big like manifestation, blah, blah, whatever. I'm not even going that route. But I'm yeah. just saying, every time you check another box, well, I don't give a shit what you said. Yeah. Right. I did it. Right. So, oh, you, I can't make varsity. I did it. I can't do, right. I can't win a seat championship. I can't, I can't get, I can't. That's real. Listen, bro, now we in the league and they're like, Spence, you can't, what can't I do? Right. You seen him guard me? Yeah. I That's real though. That's, That's real. It's crazy though, because like, I'm just sitting here thinking like, that's just a whole different path. And that's what we like to talk about here. That's a whole different path of like, you're thinking about and not trying to throw no shade, but like, that's the, that's the beauty of like getting this message out there for like people who in the same situation as you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. I'm thinking like, bro, like I never had to think about, am I making varsity? Yeah. I knew I was making varsity. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, for you to have that mindset and grind, like I think people need to watch this and understand, have this mindset because you got it. First of all, when you get here, you better have it because oh, for sure. there's yeah. no one spoon oh, feeding sure. you or holding your hand to do whatever. They like, you're a grown man. If you want to do it, you're going to do it. And no one's going to tell you to do anything. You got to want to do it. And he wanted to be great. And he knew he, he was like, all right, my step is, you think I'm not going to be a varsity uh, basketball player? Watch me. Yeah. You think I'm not going to go to college and play at a high level? Watch me. So now that we get to college, yeah. what made – and Spencer went to Colorado. You had offers from all Pac-12 teams, yeah. most of the majority yeah. of Pac-12 teams. What made you pick Colorado? Well, I get a analogy out all the time. I feel like picking a college is like picking a shorty. Mm-hmm. So I said this a ton. No, I swear to God, I, I've said this a couple of times. So don't laugh. No, no, no. Really? Where is this? No, no, really, 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 really. Nah, y'all got. Y'all, y'all, y'all got peep this room. Okay. Okay. So obviously, we know there are a range of women in the world. Mm-hmm. There are very attractive women, not very attractive. Women, all this other stuff. Big range. A lot of times, people go for the the maximum attractiveness level. It's a very short sighted goal, but it's like they see what they see on Instagram, whatever it is. They go for the maximum attractiveness level. And, you know, that girl may or may not really want you. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She may want Bron. You who knows? Right? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm just saying. Like, I, I you know. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm right. With you. Or whoever else. But, like, no, for real. Because <laughs> you're, I'm done serious. Yeah, I'm he's like, so serious right now. Why Bron? No, I want to know this. <laughs> well, just, no, because he's the most, he's, he's the most iconic bachelor. No, right I'm now. So you just, you just. I want to know this analogy. Or Mark Cuban, whatever. Who yeah. Cares, right? <laughs> Dallas, whatever. So anyway, point being, right, as a man, and especially when you're in a tough road and things like that, you're probably staking your legacy on this type of, you know what I'm saying, decision. Decision, yeah. Right? Like, because it's going to be your family, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. Yep. So you want the person that's going to be invested in you and go through the trenches with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When a school is really like, yo, you're our number one recruit. Yeah. We need you. Mm-hmm. That also means... They got to play you. Mm-hmm. If you fuck up a couple times, they're going to give you a couple of chances. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean you could just 
you know, trick off the entire situation. Yeah, yeah, you got to yeah, yeah. go there and respect and them. And you probably and went in with more confidence knowing you were the number well, one guy and you're going to have... Well, not, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So my first game, no, I played well my first game, but then my next like three or four games, I was bad. My mm. rookie, my not rookie, freshman year. Mm. And they politely brought me in the office and was like, yo, get your head out your ass. Right. We're not going to bench you, but like, come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. We come on. We like, need something out of you. We need something. Like, hey, come on. But the thing you know is, bro... I'm, I'm, I don't mean to cut you off, but like, coaches, please do that. Like, understand that probably helped his whole career. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes they, like, coaches would be like, just sit there and let you just fall off the cliff instead well, of just being transparent. And but be that's like, the thing, though. I feel like when they not really invest in you and they don't necessarily look at you as the prize or, or your son or whatever. Like, oh, we have that's another you know one. For sure, because you got yeah. to remember, yeah. if I go to Carolina, let's say I, I scratch claw or whatever, I get to Carolina. Yes, I'm a North Carolina Tar Heel, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And they're like, bro, we got Theo Pinson, number one recruit coming mm. in yeah, next year. Yeah, yeah. You can bounce, my right. dude. Like, y'all both 6'5", y'all both athletic. You a three-star from LA, like, right. gone. He McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Go on, go on, transfer wherever. We don't yeah. care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like, smart. you're not afforded that opportunity. And, you know, knowing also who I was and if it was going to take me time to figure out a level, like, remember, I'm crazy confident, but I'm also realistic. Right. So I went into it like, oh important. shit. All right, I'm tall now. I'm getting strong. I'm getting athletic. Like, I'm going to kill him. Mm-hmm. But if it does take me time to like figure this out, I'm gonna need them to give me some time right, to figure I mean, it yeah, out. Yeah, you know what I'm sure. saying? Like, and so it did. It took me probably a good like 10 games to really figure out like the college game. Mm-hmm. Once I did though, it was off to the race. I ended up being runner up freshman of the year to Tony Roden, who had a monster, like yeah. monster freshman year at Washington and definitely deserved to win and went, went on to the NBA. But like, that's all I needed was that little piece of time, those two months, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. To kind of stumble figure a little bit and figure it out. And knowing that of myself, it was like, look, this is a it's a fairly easy decision. Instead of going to UCLA, yeah. you know, Kentucky, whatever it is, and then being like, all right, look, bro, you tricked off two games for us. Go on. No, it's crazy because, uh, like, I mean, we talked about it earlier in the podcast. A lot of these kids now just go for the big name. And then yeah. they get there, and then you either don't play, or you play, you have a bad game, and then now your career is a wrap. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's crazy. What was, like, your biggest adjustment through those 10 games um, trying to adjust to the college style? I think one thing about it was like there's zero space in college. Yeah. And my team also wasn't a great sh- like three-point shooting team. Mm-hmm. So like I'm like where am I supposed to go? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like and so that was that was it. Cuz remember like I'm getting athletic and I'm and I'm learning like right. how to put all that together. I'm not like this hyper explosive D-Rose type guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To a degree yet. So it's like all right, I think I can get in this lane. Then it closes quick. My guys are all cutting in behind me because they're not yeah. three-point shooters. So, like, am I supposed to, like, pitch it here? Yeah. Like, am I supposed to, you know what I'm saying? So, you're learning your team, learning a college game. You're realizing there ain't no space here. Yeah. I'm going to have to either figure out how I'm going to pull up for this, for this, for this midi mm-hmm. or how I'm going to foul bait or whatever it is, yeah. which I end up getting pretty good pretty at. Good. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just being nah, real. Because no, sure. like, yeah. sophomore year, I was another, like, top 10 or whatever it was in free throws at the, mm. at the time. So that started in part there because it was like, okay, if I can't get all the way in there because our spacing's bad, how can I trick this dude into giving me easy buckets? You know what I'm saying? How can I make sure that I'm taking quality shots or knowing where my teammates are going to be? Just, just like everything. the game. Yep. Yeah, and we also had seniors and upperclassmen, so you're not just getting a volume of possessions. It wasn't like they gave me the rock and said, hey, 
do go, whatever you go. want. Yeah. This wasn't like Trey Young in Oklahoma. It right. was like, no, you're going to have your touches, but we also have another senior guard with you, a senior a wing, Andre Robertson, who was an NBA prospect at the four. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there's yeah, other yeah. pieces you have to play with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we're trying to win. And we ended up actually winning the Pac-12 championship that year, mm. um, which helped me too. Um, in terms of just being on draft boards the next yeah. year after that. But it was like, you're just, you're figuring it all out. You know what I mean? Do you think that helped? So I think a lot of people, and this this a lot of people in the NBA too, like they don't, they nice, talented, yeah. but they don't know how to play as a team. Mm -hmm. right? No, no. So do you think with you, them not just giving you the rock and saying go and like making sure that like you feed in the, the seniors and things like that, yeah. did that help you like with the team Playing, in, playing within the team and stuff? I think growing in the game the right way, I think my high school situation, my college situation mm -hmm. helped me be a pro. Yeah. Uh, mentally quicker yeah. than uh, some of my other uh, classmates are, are now, especially the youth, because from what I see for the most part now, it's like a, a ton of clout chasing. Like they, you know what I'm saying? You want to get dunk, Boy, you want to highlight, yeah. you want like, like some crazy, it's like, bro, like you got to realize. Play the right way, bro. Yeah. Bro, you got to realize. <laughs> J-Kid and them, Sweeney and them coaching staff, mm -hmm. Bro, they don't care if you could do a 360 windmill. And I'm right. telling you this it, right now. If you're you not get drafted off. by the Dallas, Dallas Mavericks, who going to have the ball in their hands? Luka Doncic <laughs> going to have the ball 50% of Learn the time. how to play the right way. And then Spencer yeah. going to have it exactly. the other time. Exactly. Like, that's that's what it play. is, bro. Like, yes, I'm yeah. telling you, bro. Play the right way yeah. because at the end of the day, these teams have their guys. Yeah, there's they max have, players. They have the guys. Yeah, We're going to get to that. But go nah, ahead. for sure. Just, just like you said, though, it, it helped me growing the game the right mm -hmm. way, help me understand a team concept. Um, but yeah, now the, cl the cloud chasing is at an all-time high and it's, it's terrible because it doesn't resemble basketball at yeah, all. Like, at it's all. Just, there's just no way. Yeah, like, I, I agree. So, thinking about the college, this might, actually it probably won't be hard for you. What was the game that it clicked? Do you remember the game? Do you remember the was it freshman year, sophomore year that like it might like you said, it might have took some time. Was it the game well, that you you were So nah, all all my all my moments were probably practice moments where it clicked. Because you gotta remember I, I that is interesting. Well, I drew my confidence from other places because we talked about how like the role was was different. So yeah. it would be like when I realized, oh, nobody on my team can guard me. Mm -hmm. So we got a all NBA defender. And I dunked on him like second week. That's a confidence booster. I'm right like, <laughs> okay, look, we might gotta figure these games out, but we gonna figure them. Out. Like, that's kind of how I took it. Like, yeah. and, you know, it was it was really like that in, you know, in high school, same way. Like we had, you know, dudes that went D1 uh, beyond Larry. We had like Justin Hawkins went to UNLV, Eugene Phelps, Long Beach State. We had a lot of guys that went D1. Uh, you know, Bryce Jones, rest in peace, uh, who actually ended up playing. UNLV, USC, Iowa State, and in the league for a second. But it was like, once I realized that, oh, like, y'all can't guard me. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I'll figure these games out. Oh, I just dunked on our All-NBA defender. Yeah. I shook him, boom, dunked on him. Oh, y'all can't guard me. Yeah. We gonna figure it out. Got in the league, it was the same thing. It was like, I'll be in practice going crazy. And, you know, I caught more DMPs than I'd like to talk about in my <laughs> first two years, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it was like, oh, if they can't guard me, like, I, we gonna figure these games out. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really where a lot of times I took confidence from was actually just the work every day because it was like, yo, if y'all can't stop me at some point in time, I will get to the show and be able to do this. That's dope. Yeah, that work ethic. So what was, what was the biggest, well, first of all, you were 
education guy going into college, but what was the biggest adjustment in college for you? Like time management? Yeah, probably that. Like, I would say just the amount of time. I ended up, I had a, I had a ton of freedom. You know what I mean? Like my parents were, Boy. were really strict. Like, mm. shoot, still are. Yeah, right. <laughs> I probably got called after this podcast and we banging my line. Uh, no, but I think that was probably the, the biggest uh, uh, switch. Now, I didn't necessarily take advantage of it. Uh, like I honestly kind of even wish I did mm. because I was so hell bent on like going to the NBA that like I didn't really, I didn't take college for what it could be. And that doesn't even mean like the fun parts of like partying yeah, or whatever. It just yeah. means like even school or talking to professors or whatever. It was like, yeah, whatever, did I pass? Cool. League. Yeah. All right, whatever. League. Like, yeah, I, I can see what that. are you talking about? Yeah, whatever. NBA. Did you think you took advantage of like, because this is what we talk about a lot on here is like, did you take advantage of the connections that you could have made? No. But you said no because you had you, one you goal. Had, you had a goal. Yeah, you had a like goal. I would. And that's, need, a, that's the tough that's, thing. That's yeah. the tough part because like you, there's there's a lot of guys who have that goal, right? They all they care is about achieving that goal. Yeah. But that ball gonna start stop bouncing for sure. And I would att- I would say this: you learn that later. Yeah. You're doing all types of stuff now, and you are like, but. We talked about it. The connections we made in college yeah. definitely help us out a lot now. For sure. And it's interesting to hear you say that because, like I said, it's something we've talked about as far as, like, I think people need to take advantage. Like, if you do go to college, yeah. like I, I saw they damn near said, if you're 12, you can go to the league now. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so if you do go to college, still take advantage of that. But you can still be locked in, but also you never know who – Exactly. And I think on, to, to that point, right, networking and those things, if you do it right, doesn't actually take away from your pursuit of NBA. And mm-hmm. I think that's what young guys got to understand. Yeah. I think when people talk about being laser focused, it's probably staying away from like partying and, and yeah. you know, that type of stuff, which, you know, I'm grateful that I did. But I was just so like locked in on this one goal because I obsessed over it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that, you know, I just I just didn't do that. And, and as I matured in the league, and I would say probably years four, five is when I really started like opening myself up. I mean, not to be too dramatic, but like to the world in terms of like, oh, I do crypto and I do this. And people had to tell me like, yo, like, are you doing all this stuff? Like you got to talk about it a little bit so people at least know that you're passionate about it. You know what I'm saying? You can make those connections. And that's when that really started was probably about year four or five in the league. So, you know, it's been about five years now I've been doing it. But in college though, none of that. It was just like, Nice to meet you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's great. Oh, you you own a glass company and make a billion dollars. That's cool. Cool. Like, great. But, like, I'm going to. <laughs> yeah. It and, is crazy. And I wish I'd have done that different for sure. No, it's crazy because that's the, like, we keep saying that's the point of this whole podcast. Because, like, for me, I knew I wasn't going to the league. Yeah. So, I had to be like, all right, I still want to be around the league. So, yeah. how you were super laser focused on going to the NBA. I was super laser focused on meeting my professors or meeting the execs when I'm getting internships yeah. and things like mm-hmm. that because I knew like the only way I can stay around this game is to build those relationships. Yeah. You know what I mean? For so sure. I definitely get that. And it's that's the the blessing and the beauty of everybody's journey because you can be an athlete, you can be a businessman and all that. But everybody's laser focus always gonna come back to building relationships. Mm-hmm. For sure. At the end of the day. You know what 100%. I mean? So I, I definitely see what you were like, saying. Like, especially that. now, cause like 
we're blessed to be in a situation where like we can call somebody right now and right. we need something done. We're able to do that. But we can't do that unless we don't have those relationships yeah. with those certain people. Well, I'll take it a step further. I don't know if I'm here oh. if JD and Theo don't co-sign it. Yeah. Because mm. I was getting kicked out the door in DC. You know what I'm mm. saying? And for We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. My bad. But you were talking about relationships. That's a real bar. Like, I'm on your podcast. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. But one more thing in college, you tore your ACL. You tore your ACL. What was that year? 2014. You're a sophomore? Junior. You went three years. So I don't know why I'm thinking you went two. So I went went I should have left in my sophomore year. I had like USA team, Adidas Nation. I was like the sophomore year. Oh, oh. You could have dipped. So, so, so why you stay? No, no, but listen, listen, listen. Let me ask you this before you even answer. Was it more of like you wanted to go dominate? Or was it, hell no. My dad told me to go back. (laughs) (laughs) I was so done with school. Bro, when I, when, I, when I decided to go back, because I had a conversation with my dad, my dad told me to go back. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I literally went to the coach and was like, I'm letting you know. I'm going after this year. I came back because my dad told already. me to. I am leaving after this year. Yeah. That's crazy. There is no chance I'm coming back. But Why did he tell you to stay? Just, I mean, we, we, had never, we had never went through like the draft process before. So like when they were talking so about- trying to get into the real. No, no, that's cool. Like we had never went through the draft process before. Like I'm the only person that's ever done anything like this at this type of level. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know- it's just, we had never experienced it. So when right. they're like, oh, like you could go between lottery and like, you know, 35, 40, whatever it is. Like I had this huge range, right? Yeah. I'm not knowing, I'm going to go to these workouts and the same dudes that couldn't guard me during the season, Still. I'm going to smoke yeah, these dudes because yeah, yeah. we're going to be playing one-on-one, which I never lose. Right. I might go top 10. I didn't <laughs> yeah. know this. I'm thinking like, oh, if the range is that high, they could just decide they don't like you. Mm-hmm. You could be second round nine guaranteed. And you hear all these horror stories and stuff yeah. like that. So- and we didn't know. Yeah, I mean, it was, so it was just pure, just ignorance and not ignorance in the negative context, yeah, 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 but we just yeah, yeah. literally didn't know. Mm. So I went back and I told my coach, I was like, look, I'm only coming back because my dad made me. You know what I'm saying? I'm leaving after this year, but I want to have the best season in Colorado history. So don't think I'm going to make this about me. Right. Like, I want to win me because right I know mindset. I'm leaving. Yeah. So I don't want you to take this wrong. And then I took my, my starting five mm-hmm. to breakfast. Which I was, I thought I was balling at the time. It was like a fifty dollar breakfast. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> but uh, and I told them too. I was like, look, I'm letting y'all know too. I'm out. I'm leaving after this year. Now we can either play together, we can all average about fifteen, we can win a bunch of games, and maybe some of y'all leave too. Mm-hmm. Or y'all can bitch and moan and complain. I'll average twenty, and I'm still gonna leave. So, however, however y'all want to do this, I'm hundred percent. I am not. I coming. know this story is real. Oh, I, I promise you. I promise you. This, this is all facts. I sat them down, said this, and said that. I was like, look, bro, I'm leaving. I had just crushed Adidas Nations, USA team, all this stuff. Yeah, like cool. I'm out. And then you tear ACL, and then we were like 14th in the country, rolling for Colorado. That's you. You don't never hear nothing. Right. Like yeah, we're like yeah, 14 yeah. and two. Ain't heard of since. <laughs> and then yeah no, nah, we were at we were at uh, UW and I told my yeah. and that's crazy I thought well I said that I thought cause his parents his mom was a teacher was in education in the house I was like a lot of things you, that went through my head what, what you think I you didn't think leave? it was like yeah. daddy said go back yeah nah, you know, but, nah. but I told nah, you my parents sense. are real strict yeah you know, that's what I was thinking on respect like my, my dad run the shit so like when he was like yo like and he didn't, he didn't say like, you better. He was just yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. really, really 
want to caution you. And, and remember, he's like looking out for your best interest too. He's trying to look out because, again, we don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there has not been an NFL, NBA, yeah. NHL, MLB, like, Ain't no blueprint. There ain't no blueprint. Ain't I mean, blueprint for it. we didn't have blueprint for that. We didn't have blueprint for millions of dollars. We didn't have blueprint yeah. for none of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, was, was I eating beans out of can? No, not at all. My parents provided a great life. You know what I'm saying? But were we rolling? Yeah. Not uh -huh. a shot. We, th there's things that we talk about now that they are like, Spencer, we, we couldn't even fathom what you're talking about. And I'm yeah. like, don't worry about don't it. Worry about It'll it. be handled. Yeah. Like, so, they still stress out if I take a PJ. I mean, it's your parents, though. You know, they're not used to that life. You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah, for sure. What was your mental like when you did it? Hill? Yeah. First time in college, I cried. Yeah. I cried when I tore it. I landed in Colorado. My mom met me. So my mom flew from LA to Colorado and met me. Mm -hmm. I cried then. Then I had the MRI and they told me I shredded my meniscus too and I cried again. And then my mom was like, all right. And this, now you want to talk about. A real one? My mom, so I'm sitting on the bed. And I'm like, all right, he's been about a good two days. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do? He's like, you're sitting here crying. What do you want to do? And you know, I'm, well, I want to go to the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> and she looked at me and said, so do it. Yeah. But mom, it, do it. When your mama tell you that, it hit different. Like she was like yeah. stone cold. Like different. at that moment, do I'm it. locked in. Yeah. And then it was like, say less. All right. Dang, that's crazy. All right. Yeah. That's it big, is. bro. Just, hey, listen, at that point, bet. Locked in. You had to. Well, you I got no other choice. You had to because yeah. like, what, she, she was like, all right, I, I'll cuddle you for, for a day. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like, again, and this goes to kind of like how my parents raised me and also like the road. It's like, bro, ain't nobody walked through this door to save you. Remember, mom and dad, they don't know about the NBA. Right. They can't call up J. Kidd and be like, hey, get my son a job. Yep. Ain't nobody walking through this door to save you. Mm -hmm. Either you figure out this rehab situation. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And we'll be here to support you, whatever we can do. So, you know, bounce ideas, whatever. Like, they're not leaving me out to drive by any stretch. But they're like, look, bro, either you do it or you don't. Yeah. Either you go back to school, cool, how you senior year, you can graduate, get a job, whatever. Or you can pour everything you got in this rehab and see if you still got a shot. Yeah. And mom seen something in you, you know what I mean? For you to, for her to be like, do it. Mom, I mean, that's boy was determined. <laughs> I mean, she, you have a, she have a choice. Hey, how you easy. doing? I know you got a billion dollars, but I'm going to leak. Bye. Hey, she have a choice, huh? So, tell your ACL. Yeah. Damn near got your meniscus too. They took that. Oh no, all that meniscus. I, I lateral meniscus, medial meniscus, MCL. Knee gone. Yeah, the gone. knees. The knees gone. gone. Scars. Knees gone. gone. Mercy. So your knees gone. You rehab, you get back. What's the league talking about? What what, oh, what I didn't, happened? I didn't next? get back. I declared hurt. You declared you hurt. Declared hurt. So what you what you Dang, do? That's different. How'd that, how'd that work? <laughs> I mean, I got hurt in January, yeah. and they were asking what I was going that's back to school late. in. Yeah, that's really late. Yeah, in April, mm -hmm. and I told them no. You get drafted. Yeah, thirty eighth, second round to the Pistons. Detroit, Detroit, right? Detroit. Yeah, thirty eight to the Pistons. Mm -hmm. So you get drafted thirty eight to the Pistons. Talk about draft night. Oh, I thought I had a promise a couple spots before that. Mm -hmm. I, they went through my medical, whatever. I was mm -hmm. recovering well. I thought I had a promise. So the funny part was uh, when Stan called me, because so I'm, you know, promise was only a couple spots ahead. I'm not going to name teams and all this other stuff, but mm -hmm. I thought I had a promise. Mm -hmm. So when Stan called me, because they're already 
picking teams and whatever, I, I never actually visited Detroit. I just did a FaceTime interview with them like two days before. Yeah. I, I was like, I told them straight up. Like, I was like, look, I would love to come. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I supposedly have a promise. I don't know how this is going to work. Right. Obviously, I've never done this before. Yeah. You know. And so when he calls me, I'm like, who is this? Like, it's Stan. I'm like, huh? Like, Stan Van Gunny is a drug I'm like, oh, oh, thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, because I was at home <laughs> yeah, yeah. chilling. You know what I'm saying? I knew I was going in the second round, obviously, because of the injury. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nah. So he just called me. I was, you know, kind of had mixed emotions because that was my first uh, experience with something in the league falling through when you thought I, when you, you know what I'm saying? You thought you, you, think had, you had something. Yeah, then you have it. Switch yeah. up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's switch up. It's the league. <laughs> it's the league. It's life. It's, you, it's grown man business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's family um, business. So obviously I was grateful. Uh, you know, they drafted me, took me, and then I got ready for training camp and that's when life really decided to test me. I thought life tested me with ACL. It really tested me with Detroit. Yeah. So we're going to get into that. So this is, Year nine. Oh yeah. This is year nine. So Spence, I you've had, you have stints at Detroit, mm-hmm. Brooklyn, Washington. Used that like a couple months, but then yeah. now Dallas. Yeah. So Detroit. Yeah. Rookie year. Yeah. Talk to us about it, because I know you got some stories <laughs> about it. Oh, I've, known, I've been teammates Spence. Oh, yeah. This will be the third year. Oh, I've heard yeah. about, no, this will be fourth year. Fourth year. Yeah, this will be my fourth year, Spence. Yeah. So tell us about it. Um, I'll start off with the good now. Go the rude awakening. Stuff. Of, yeah. Oh yeah, the, this is by far the rude awakening. When I what I will say is this, this crazy. Yeah, like I got I got birthed into the league in the best worst way possible. Okay. So you coming fresh off ACL, mm-hmm. you think they're gonna call you a little bit. You're thinking, hey, I'm I'm your only draft pick at the time because they didn't have a first round pick. You're thinking, hey, like I got, you know, Steve Blake, John Lucas, you know, DJ Augustine, some guys playing ahead of me that are good vets, but they're like vet vets, right? Yeah. You're you're not looking at like, you know, a, a backcourt tandem of right, yeah, John Wall and Paul George, where you're yeah. like, ah, yeah, all right, it's through. Right. You're like, okay, if I play well enough, I might I can get I'm one Mike of these vets. You know, what I mean? yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I know Brand James is our star right now, but maybe I can get one of these vets out the way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Make it happen. Uh, and basically, none of that happened. <laughs> so I had just, I was born in, like I said, I was born into the old NBA. Yeah. We had two bigs, you know, Josh Smith and Drummond. We had Greg Monroe still as well. So we played two bigs all the time. Yeah. Um, I had to be there. If practice started at 10, I had to be there like 7.38, just there. You, you know had to be there. Oh, yeah. Just, just, you had to be there two, two and a half early. You know, I had to do every rep of every drill. Mm. Um, I had these things called 99.99s after practice where, you know, I was on a crazy. jumbo trying to scoreboard. It only goes up to 99.99. Yeah. So after I did the entire practice, everything, I was there early, whatever, 7.38. Let's say, and Stan's practices are hard and they're long. So they're yeah. like 10 to one, one thirty. Sheesh. Oh yeah, three and a half for sure. Fully taped everything. Dang. Then they put ninety nine ninety nine up on the clock, and I work out. Oh yeah, until and then hit zero to his zero. So now you're talking about three. Now I'm leaving the gym or getting in the shower, right? Because I wasn't really getting treatment like that. Because the right. best get the treatment, so they kick you off the table. Yeah, nah, bro. We don't care about that ACL, whatever. Boom, get off. Sheesh. So you talking about you get in the shower at three, and then we had two days, so you had to be back at five. So I shower up, get to the crib, 3.30. I take like 
a piece of a nap. <laughs> and then, and then he right back at it. And I'm right back, right back, back in. So, and, and you got to know, like, this is old world NBA, full tour days, two hours in the second practice, like, body hurts. I'm, you know, and think about it, you coming off ACL, so you're not in, like, elite shape. Like, you're trying yeah, to, like. You're trying to get back to it. Yeah, you're trying to get back in shape while also learning a new level of shape because it's yeah. the NBA shape now instead of college. Like, you're just trying to, like, you're trying to put all the pieces together. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, well. Figure it out. Figure that's it out. what we was talking about earlier. Like, they're not holding your hand here. No. Oh, yeah. You no. Know Unless you're top five pick. They're not holding yeah. your hand. No, bro. Like, it's like, hey, Theo, get in shape. We need you to do this, this, and this. See that you do it, or we're going to find somebody. Right, oh, yeah, gonna do it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Find somebody with the quickness, too. Exactly. So, it was crazy, man. And, like, did you ever play in Detroit? I mean, I played, but not for real. Like, I had a couple good games. Like, I had uh, a 20-point Who was your first game. bucket on? So I don't even remember. To be honest, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was in Denver because uh, that was our first game. I think I scored that game. I don't even know. I remember uh, when I laid Thon Maker. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I remember, I remember like, yeah, I, said, I remember my him. first start, Look. though. You laid him? Crazy. Laid him crazy. I got a picture of him in my crib, my mama crib. As you should. Tough. As you should. Yo, you will have a picture. <laughs> you will have a picture. Nah, I mean, I think like a game that gave me a lot of confidence in the league was my first start. That was against uh, D Rose and the Bulls back when they was rocking with Joe Keem and mm. MC and all them. I think I had like 12 and nine and we won. And I only started that game because we had just made a trade for Reggie Jackson. Trade didn't clear yet or whatever. And trust me, bro, I'm, I'm not thinking I'm playing at all. Like my, my seasons are going terrible. Like I'm sitting and watching. Like there was one time we were playing the Spurs when the Spurs were rocking. Mm -hmm. We were getting blasted by like 30. They put me in the last 26 seconds. I think I missed the floater. They were like, see, you aren't ready to play. <laughs> Bruh. Happens, if yeah, if happens I made the floater, hey. we were going to lose by 26 instead of 28. Yeah. Like, dude. Thing, it, it, but it's just, it's just the way this thing works, bro. I, I got told one time that um, the, the reason, you know what I'm saying, our team was struggling was in part because I wasn't bringing enough energy in practice. Like, mm -hmm. it's, you, you hear all types of things. I mean, you're like, bruh. Yeah, I'm not playing, bro. Like yeah. the the people that are on the floor getting that ass kicked right now. Yeah, probably have a lot more to do with it <laughs> than whether I missed the closeout. Story. Out. I don't even know if Spencer remember this. Attest to that, which is kind of crazy that how all this worked out. Yeah. So, um, we're in Chicago. I'm supposed to go back. I'm supposed to go to the G League to just get some minutes. This mm -hmm. is my second year. I'm supposed to go to the G League because I wasn't playing. I wasn't getting no time. And um, they was like, "Yo, just go tomorrow. You're gonna go tomorrow. Just play a play a game and just yeah. get some get your legs under you." I said, "All right, bet." Middle of like that morning, or it was like late that night. Spence calls me. Not the Spence calls me first. He's like, "Yo, be ready." Uh -oh. I was like, "Why?" He's like, "You're gonna play tomorrow." And I'm like. What are you talking about? I'm playing tomorrow. I said, I leave. He probably called me the night before. I was like, I leave in the morning, bro. Like, I'm going to the G to play a couple games or whatever. He's like, you're playing tomorrow. Kai's not playing. And I was like, okay, let me lock in. <laughs> and I was like, let me lock in. And bro, that game, that was the game I got my conf like my conf because that's when I was on contract that year and actually played well. And we won. Yeah. We won mm -hmm. that game in yeah. uh, Chicago. 
And it was crazy. And then the G, the GMs called me after he called me already. And I'm trying to add like I was shocked. Yeah, like you know, like yeah. And he told he's like, just be ready. And that's what it was crazy. That year, bro, the year before all that. It was hey, I man. Didn't remember that. It's it about being a good vet, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, that was crazy, bro. People like, used to people used to give me little nuggets like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Moose, it was Greg Monroe, or like, you know what I'm saying, BJ even like, because mm-hmm. I told you, one of the things that I always used to tell you, I used to torch all them dudes one on one. Mm-hmm. Bullock was there. Crazy. <laughs> used to get Bullock crazy work. I'll yeah. get all of them, boom, like running through them. And then they'd just be like, look, bro, like, just stick with it. Somebody's gonna see. Like, some, like there's gonna be something that breaks for you. Yeah. Like, you're good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and at that point in time, you gotta remember, like, it's not like you're you're begging your OGs for a compliment or anything like that. We all grown men, you're not thinking yeah. about that, yeah. but we all know how good it feels to have somebody be like, you know what? Yeah, I see you. Don't I worry. I see you. I'm proud sure. of you. Like, yeah, yeah, like, like yeah. I'm gonna show you just a little sure. bit of love when you're down. Like I'm in Detroit by myself as a 20 year old. Yeah, full snow, driving to 03 Mitsubishi Montero so from LA. LA. Yeah. No friends, family, nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm in there by myself, you like in me, the trenches, not playing. People yeah. ask me what's going on. I'm like, bro, they just not playing me, bro. Like I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying first experience and all that. So like, you know, dad was always big for me, and so when I was able to get into a situation, like he just said, because mm. I know how sometimes they'll play games. Like sometimes they'll know a day in advance and they'll wait to shoot around and be yeah. like, oh, Theo, get in. Yeah. You know how nervous you get? Like I'm you be knowing. anxious because you, and it's not even from the standpoint of test. not even having- Are you going to see if you're ready? Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. even from the standpoint of you not having confidence in yourself. It's like, now I also want to do well for my teammate. I don't want to come in here and blow the game. Like yeah. I, I want us to win. Like I want to do well, yes, but I want us to win too. Yeah. So that's why I was like, look, bro, you gonna play? Yeah. They told me obviously I'm a starter right mm-hmm. now, so like they they gonna give me all the information first. Mm-hmm. You're gonna play. I was locked in. Hey, it helped me get a good night I rest. I had like yeah, you locked one. in eleven to twelve. Yeah, could you Something sleep? Like could you sleep the night before? Oh, I slept lovely. No, I was playing. <laughs> oh, slept he lovely. Oh, I was not. I said I'm gonna be. I gotta get a good rest tonight. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get a good rest tonight. Gotta play tomorrow. <laughs> But it's yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, I, hey, listen, I was hyped too because Chicago was weak. It was weak that year. I was like, I could go crazy against these. <laughs> but uh, so Detroit, mm-hmm. and then you make the jump, you get traded. I got traded to Chicago, cut. I was about to say, is oh, it you true? Yeah, yeah. Oh, is it true they traded you for a dude that ain't even played the NBA game or something like that? Yeah. Cameron something? All right, all right, all right. So check it. Hey, listen, yeah. When, when I bro, found that I out. I didn't know this. Listen. Chris was never mentioned this. Hey, bro, listen, listen. Chris was never mentioned I this. I don't go into all the details of everything, bro. But <laughs> let, me tell, let me tell you how bad it got in Detroit, basically. And again, like I said, I'm going to get a positive first. They showed me the hardest parts of the league and helped, like, beyond my uncles. I trained my uncles since I was young. But they yeah. helped form the business side of my work ethic. Yeah. I always worked hard because my uncle pushed me crazy and dad and all that other stuff. Mm. But they like the militant business nature of mm-hmm. like, you're a grown man, you wake up every day at this time, you do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. That's Detroit. Gotcha. So I, I take a lot of credit for, or, or give them a lot give of credit for that. Yeah. They traded me for Cameron Bearstow. Yep. I no, he never played. Either. Never. Never played. So and he was pretty good in college. Like he was just a hard worker dude. He, nothing special. No. Uh, in terms of NBA wise. Yeah. Not, no shot. Cameron Bearstow, if you watch this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably not. But he, he, hey, he, he might. He about to blow. We about to blow up. Goes viral sometimes. Yeah, you yeah, never yeah. know. It happens. So I get traded to Chicago, um, and essentially, 
they tell me, you know, they they like me, love me, whatever. And remember, these are one of the teams that wanted me bad in the draft. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Like, I'm here. Yeah. Get a new fresh start. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I thought I was going to be backing up D. Rose. D. Rose goes to what? The Who's Knicks. Who's the coach at Chicago? Ended up being Fred Horberg. So mm-hmm. D. Rose ends up going to the Knicks. We ended up getting the D-Wade, Jimmy, Rondo. And I'm like, okay, fine. That was that year. Uh, that was that year. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm just going to be on the bench between the, behind these guys. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. Don't worry. Still doing well in uh, training camp practice, all this other stuff. And then they trade for Michael Carter-Williams. Yep. And they bring me in right after the trade. And they say, don't worry about it. You're going to be fine. It's all good. And I said, guys, listen, I would cut me. I was like, I'm on a non-guaranteed deal. You only owe me 400000 or something like that. He just won rookie of the year a couple years ago. We both six, six point guards with a label that we can't shoot. And you owe him like $2.5 million or something like that. And they're like, no, nah, don't worry about blah, blah. Three days later, gone. Spencer can't come to the office. <laughs> Bro, you could have did this three <laughs> days ago. This is a big guy of like, don't sugarcoat or bro, like try to tell me, bro. Tell, tell me, tell bro. me. Tell look, me. look, tell I'm me. a grown ass man. If I gotta go cry in the car, I will cry in the car. Yeah, but like, yeah. I look, I I've been through worse. I feel you feel that. me? I've I seen a lot of bad Transparency. things yeah. in life, like yeah. in actual real life. I've seen a lot of bad things. Yeah. This basketball stuff. It is, it is I roses. Can get over that. I can get over that. It's roses for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do that. But what you find out is they do it so they can keep my rights for the G League. Oh, your bird rights and stuff, right? So, mm-hmm. I, had to, yeah. so I had to go to Windy City. Mm-hmm. Now, shout out Nate Linzer. Because we talked about points that people save people's career. He saved my career. Mm. Saved my career. He came, he came to me and said, this is before um, we started like G League training camp and all sort of stuff, Windy City. He said... Look, Spence, I know you feel you should be on the NBA team. I know you play well enough in training camp to be on the NBA team. I'm sorry it didn't work out. I believe that you should have made it. I said, all right, coach, like, you ain't got to blow smoke in my ass. Right, cool, We're going to be here, whatever. He's like, look, I'm going to give you the ball so you can play your way out of here. All I need you to do is respect me. Don't do the NBA, because he was a first-time head coach at the time for the G League. Okay. He was like, you know, don't come on some NBA stuff and try to, you know, be combative or whatever it is because you know obviously the guys are gonna look they're gonna see what you do you're the only one here with like real real NBA experience Mm -hmm. like if you work with me you can have a ball play your way out of here yeah what I asked for a real conversation tell me straight up I was like all right, coach let's roll I was like I'm gonna win you as many games as I can I was a number one prospect in the G League averaging like 20 and 10 like all this stuff I was only there like 10 games and gone Brooklyn signed me that's crazy yeah so going into Brooklyn that's a great story, by the way. Yeah. Going into Brooklyn, your first year, you weren't there long, though. No, like your first year, you got there it when? It was partial. I, I think was I was part, there 45 yeah. games. You was there 45 games. games. But the next year is when Theo got there and the culture changed. <laughs> <laughs> the damn culture changed. Number one culture, honestly, for sure. Yeah. I said the that. Culture, the culture changed. I thought I was going to come in to play. I thought the team was weak. <laughs> saw the year before I was like oh this team's trash yeah. I'm gonna get some minutes I don't care I'm a two way we're gonna be weak where I'm gonna get some time at some point but I get in there energy switched we balling D-Lo all-star Spence damn near should have been an all-star yeah. and yeah, y'all hoping. oh my gosh let's talk talk about the year man talk about that just just talk about the year ain't no bad about that year just talk about it yeah nah that Shoot, that was fun, bro. Yeah. We just we just had 
we had an interesting cast of guys. Nobody had really made no bread. We were like too yeah. young and dumb to know like how the league really, really worked. Yeah. We didn't know we was playing well. No, we didn't. <laughs> we, were, we was having fun. We was on the, was on fun. the plane yeah, talking crazy. Just, uh, like yeah. Yeah. Oh, snap. We winning. <laughs> yeah. We look at Scott. Hey, look, we won. <laughs> Let's go out. Hey, yeah. dude was dancing. It was just, it was, just, it was crazy because the, the organization, the coach in terms of Kenny, the players, we were all at a certain like point in our lives. Mm-hmm. Even the GM, Sean. Yeah, where yeah. everybody was, had big enough ambitions that we wanted to win mm-hmm. and do it together, but we're young enough to where we weren't like super jaded or super like, yeah. oh, I gotta do this or blah, blah. And, and everybody wasn't necessarily up for a bag or anything like that. So, you know, you got dudes at year two of their rookie deal. Man, I can't get paid anyway. Yeah, Might as well come out I'm here like, and have yeah, fun yeah. and win these games. And we and, play it as a team. And play as a team. And I'll tell you this, they put together... And shout out to Sean Marks. He put together the perfect vets for that year. Yeah, that year. Oh Who was my gosh. We had JD, Demari Carroll, and Ed, Ed Davis. Davis. Oh Bro, I'll tell you how sick Ed was. Ed came to me and was like, look, Spence, you great again to the rim. I can't catch. Don't even worry about throwing me the ball. I will rebound whatever you miss. I was coming off that pick and roll flying <laughs> at the rim. Man. What? I'm I was coming you, off that thing a million miles an hour. And, and the crazy part was, because me and Dilo played so drastically different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dilo came in, boom, bump, methodical, pump fake, fade, cash. Okay, that's your six minutes. Now it's my six minutes. Speed. Boom. Gone. Yeah. And so we was. We gave, we gave yeah. every team different levels. It yeah. was crazy. It was crazy. So and, had the fro too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the fro. Flying. And it was crazy because like it helped us out a lot too because we had Kenny, we had the coaching staff who. Mm-hmm. They knew we were still like a young team trying to learn together. Yeah. But we had the coaches on the floor too. We had Ed, we had JD, we had D Demari Carroll, who was with the Raptors. Yeah. He was with and the Hawks when the they Hawks were, when they, they were, were super elite. nice. Like mm-hmm. we had a good group, bro. Like it was it was yeah. I can't say nothing about that season. We we definitely I don't would you say we overachieved? Uh no, you think I, so? I I mean I think we ended up like we were we, seven. We weren't even eight. Yeah, I think, we, I think we ended up right about where we should have been in terms that of was talent our level. That was probably that our was ceiling our, that was our for ceiling. that year. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we started off so bad yeah. because we, we cool, were cool. trying to put it together. We were eight and 18. Yeah. And then we went Sheesh. on like a 10-game winning streak or something crazy like that. What switched? I guess... I went on every road trip after that. Ah, here you go. Yes, here you go. <laughs> hey, here you go. They needed the energy. Here you go. They needed the I'm energy. not going to lie, bro. But there is something to be said, bro. Like... To, to be real, for nah, somebody who's been on out, multiple though. teams, like there's something to be said about like a good locker room. And coincidentally or not coincidentally, mm-hmm. the best locker rooms I've been around have had Jared Dudley in them. Yeah. <laughs> we figured, and we just figured out everybody <laughs> role, bro. <laughs> and Theo, man. I was just, no, no, I'm just saying, no, I'm mean, saying, y'all too, like, I, I've, the most fun I've had in the league has definitely been with Brooklyn and, and Dallas. And y'all too, I think, are a huge part of that for sure. Bro, it's crazy because getting to that next year. So, me and Spence, like I said, we, we bonded, a fr- we had a friendship early, mm-hmm. my first year. And Spence comes to me, he said, Theo, things might change. <laughs> and I'm like, keeping it real. Okay. I, 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 things change drastically the mm-hmm. next year. We get that man yeah. 
uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah. We get Kyrie Irving. We get DeAndre Jordan. We yeah. get Torian Prince. The team completely changes. Yeah. In your mind, what changed to you for you as a player and for you as like looking at the team like, damn, this is completely different. I have to change. Like, well, I wasn't thinking change yet. Remember, because uh-huh. KD was still hurt. Facts. Yeah, so facts, 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 that facts. year I was like, all right, we still gonna come out on go. The yeah. only way we're going to be good, Kyrie's going to need a co-pilot. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking more so in, in, in that realm. And obviously I knew like we probably didn't or definitely didn't have championship expectations without KD at Not the that, time with yeah, the way it was yeah, constructed. Sure. Um, so that's really all I was thinking about. And then, you know, when Kyrie went down, it was just about making sure that we still made the playoffs. Um, so that that's definitely it. I feel like I should have made the All Star team for sure. Yeah, definitely should have made All Star. We were you went six crazy. seed because Kyle, Kyle got hurt. Yeah, I was having twenty one and seven. And we were six yeah, seed, we, was, and Kyrie didn't play. Yeah. People don't remember like our our lineup that we were playing was me, Garrett Temple, Joe Harris, Torian Prince, Jared Allen, Theo Pinson, Zan and Musa, Rodion's Karuks, and DeAndre Jordan. Dang. And we were six seed. And we brought uh, Shump. We brought Shump in. Yeah. Shout out Iman Shumper. Yeah, because he was a funniest great dude. Guy. He's a great coach. He's a great coach. Iman Shumper. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. my God. For sure. Them two together. We had Shump. Shump yeah, funny. me and Shump together was elite. Elite. But shout out Shump. Need you on the show. But it was crazy, bro. Like, we was balling. Then COVID yeah. hit. Yeah. And then everybody you know, know COVID just messed yeah. up everything. Yeah. Bubble, all that stuff. So then you get to the third year in Brooklyn. That was the one. And then you tore your ACL again. And so that was the one where I had to switch. That was the one where I came to the year like, yo, I'm going to be Draymond Green. Mm. In terms of just like, maybe I'm going to play initiator in terms of as a passer. Because if you looked at it, the way they kind of were setting it up and, you know, this is Golden State light. Yeah. Like this this yeah. is not near Golden State because Kyrie's a much more like ball in his hands, yeah. you know, get to the midi. Yeah. You know, not flying off screen. Foot yeah, fakes and he's not, he's not Steph by any means. Yeah. But you have that dynamic, super dynamic mm-hmm. one. You got KD replacing that. You got a big time shooter in Joe Harris who probably can shoot with a Clay Thompson. Obviously, yeah. I'm not going to say better, but yeah. shoot with Clay Thompson. I've seen him do, you know, 93 out of 100 threes yeah. and things like that, which he is insane. Yeah, um, so like, where are you going to get that kind of like versatile, hey, I'll take on a challenge with the matchups and all that other stuff. So I was like, yo, for us to be successful, we, I'm going to probably have to be Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. Um, and the crazy part was through the preseason and like the first four games, three, four games, whatever it was, we smoked everybody by like 30. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. even close. Yeah. First we game were, of the season. Bro, we went like to... Bro, they went, uh, what was it? Was were y'all Boston? at Boston? I think it was at Boston. Random. We were running everybody. It was nuts. Yeah, like, y'all went to uh, Charlotte. Charlotte's where you got Charlotte's hurt. Charlotte's where I got hurt. Charlotte's where you got hurt. Yeah. And, and that's... And I was supposed to, and see, that's another thing too. Just you like, was hooping though. No, no, no. I wasn't, I wasn't going crazy. I, but I, it was like... Like we for were, that team, you Yeah, you we had, were hooping. Like yeah. I would get like two, three steals, a couple buckets, like a couple assists, boom, boom. Like, but we were rolling. Y'all was... Yeah, And so it was like... Oh, and, and remember, we were playing teams that are already supposed to be some of the best teams. Like we right. played Golden mm-hmm. State first, mm-hmm. random. Played Celtics, yeah, random. Yeah, yeah. Like we were just like, yeah, all right, get them out of here. Like, mm-hmm. and then we were like rolling to the point where it was like, oh, this is easy. It might be mm-hmm. too easy. Like it was like this is this is easy. Like, and you know, long season injuries happen, things happen, chemistry, all this other stuff. Like, there's no way to know what was going. Y'all to stay healthy. Happen. Y'all win it. Oh, for sure. I I mean, you think about it. Like, even the the uh when we lost, right? When I was already 
off and hurt and all that stuff. Kyrie had hurt his ankle. Back. James yeah. had hurt his hamstring. Back. Like there was there was so much like injury and all that other stuff. Like, you know, you gotta remember, bro, like I scored, I've had a season averaging 17, I've had a season averaging 21, had multiple season averaging like 15, 13, yeah. stuff like that. Like we lost to the Bucks on like a yeah. uh, on a hairline. Yeah. You KD big ass foot. You got you got a two well, one 30 point a game score, hamstring hurt, one 25 a night guy not playing, another 17 a night guy not playing. Like these are all guys on the team, on the, team, on the yeah. roster. It's not like, oh, we wish we had them. It's like, nah, we were there. We just, just hurt. Just hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I definitely think that was probably the year that, you know, Brooklyn would have won. Um is what it is though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I always talk about that. Too. For sure. Health is important when For you're sure. trying to What make was your mental run? like on that second? Oh, second uh, I just hopped right into it. I I, I honestly like as soon as I got hurt, I left and went to LA and just started rehab. Like, and I was like, because at the time, you know, they were talking about my market value being somewhere between like 25 and 27 mm-hmm. million a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I could show a recovery, then it'd be like- 25, 27 <laughs> million a year. No, 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 I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, yeah, and then, not a lot of money. No, 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 no. I didn't say it like that. It's life changing, my brother. I didn't say it like that. So, you know, and I, you know, I was like, okay, I'm finna, I'm finna sign the big one. Like, cause yeah. you know, I spent, five years of my career on minimum now I signed a three for 30, 35, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm like, this is the one. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like this is the one. Like, and I was, and I told even Brooklyn, I was like, yo, like y'all use my bird rights, bring me back for five, one twenty five, Who? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but when I got hurt, my market value dropped probably somewhere between like 16 to 20, if I was healthy. Mm. So then, you know, and it could have been, Minimum, yeah. No, not it could have been prove a deal or whatever. One year, ten or whatever. You know, there's a ton of different factors. Yeah. So I was like, "Well, I'm gonna put everything I got into this." Yeah. And and with that ACL tear, it was just ACL, like no meniscus, no MCL, no blah 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 blah. Like you so already been through the hard part. I've been through already, the hard one. So I was like, "Look, here's what's gonna happen: mm-hmm. fast ACL recovery in history, and I'm gonna at least give me a three for. You know what I'm saying sixty is what I told everybody. I was like, I want three for sixty. I want three for sixty. And I just kept saying that. I was like, Yeah. If it's between 16 and 20, I want 20 million. They're not going to give me a long-term deal. So let's go for three years. And that's so my goal changed from five, you know, 130, 125, whatever it is, to like three for 60. And then, you know, I signed basically for three for 60. Yeah. Nah, congrats to that. I think with the contract, what I want to get is get into is the business side. Yeah. Like you're a very business savvy person. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, you put some of your money in Bitcoin before it was... Oh yeah. Like what first of all, listen, what made you do that? And that was like, huh? Like yeah. you give me all that money. Yeah. It ain't going there. My opinion. But no, nah, nah, you, know uh, I mean? you did your thing. I started big I started getting into Bitcoin in like 2017. Damn. Yeah. So like Shit. it just uh <laughs> <laughs> Explain it. Nah, I don't like, know what the hell this like, shit is. Like cri- uh, cryptocurrency he, and stuff. Yeah, he, he was. Yeah, he was. He did his thing right there. <laughs> <laughs> cryptocurrency in general, it, it's just something that kind of made sense to me in terms of when I looked at like our financial system mm-hmm. is based on debt. Um, I mean, shoot, I used to know these numbers off the top of my head when I used to do all the financial podcasts and stuff. But it's like the world's like. $270 trillion in debt. Like it's yeah. just like, it, it, the system doesn't really make much sense, right? So if you look at cryptocurrency, it's all about like uh, security, transparency, 
you know, so if you're a wallet A and your wallet B, like you can send money to each other and it's all on the ledger and it's transparent, all the other stuff. Now it doesn't say your name, of course. So there is some, some anonymity. Mm-hmm. Um, governments can figure this shit out because they're governments, but like, you know, it is what it is. Of course. But you, you kind of want with your money systems that it's there, it's real, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, and it's transparent. If you think about banks right now with fractional reserve lending, like they don't even have to have a cash in the bank. Like right now, like let's say I want to go to the bank again, they'd be like, "Hey, give me a million dollars." They'd be like, "No, yeah, no, yeah, no." You like about? you better call us. We'll give us a week. We'll ask the Federal Reserve to send us a million dollars in cash. Then we'll get like, bro. Like when you really look at the the way our financial system works, like it's it's yeah, it's it's dark times. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Right um, and I think after this economic crash, and when we decide or the world decides or the whoever decides, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to figure out whatever the world reserve currency is going to be because it's clearly not gold um, anymore. Um, you're probably going to have to have some type of cryptocurrency backed uh, token coin, whatever it is, so that we can have a more universal means of transfer. Yeah. And uh, it'll probably go back to like a more barter system, in my opinion, where like, you're going to be able to trade like, you know, pieces of your house for a loaf of bread and shit like that. And Sheesh. it's going to be based on the fact that these ledgers <laughs> and oracles will be able to kind of communicate with each other and, and exchange value. Now, we might be like 20 years away from that, but that's where I genuinely think it's going. And so some of these bets that you place now are like early Internet. You're talking about trading houses for bread. Hey, <laughs> hey no, nah, I'm saying. So think about it, bro. Like <laughs> right now, right? Everybody real quick spiel because I don't want to take up too much of your time but everybody wants like the ownership but they want liquidity as well even if you look at team owners right why do they always want to sell 49% of their team run me the bread but like don't tell me what to do you feel Mm -hmm. what I'm saying and so when you're dealing with banks and mortgages and stuff like that like obviously you have these higher interest rates et cetera et cetera sometimes if we for example pull money together we can get in on an investment not have to charge interest rates whatever but let's say we own the house 33 each way right I need to just take like 1%, you know what I'm saying, to go buy me a whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a card or a loaf of bread, mm-hmm. whatever it may have you, right? Well, right now, there's no easy way to do that. Well, the cryptocurrency, one of the things it does is it helps to fractionalize real assets very seamlessly. Because when you turn it into tokens, and like I said, if you have an Oracle system that, you know what I'm saying, knows how to kind of like uh, exchange value, right? And there's a, there's a universal exchange mechanism, then I could do that. Very, very simply and very easily. It would just be transferring that token to Whole Foods. Whole Foods would be like, okay, we got one house token. It's worth, you know, however many dollars or whatever it is. Here's your bread. And then they'll take that house token and give it to wherever it's supposed to go so they can get their money. Yeah, I need to go read some more books. Yeah. Yeah, I need to go read some more books. It's a lot. It's going to change a lot of different systems. For sure. For sure. Okay. We're past Brooklyn. Just to be the last thing. Past Brooklyn, we get to Washington. We're not gonna really talk about Washington because we that was a short, was short stint. But Washington, appreciate you. You gave us a bread. <laughs> we yep. appreciate that, hey, hey. brother. There's, there's always good to there's every story. Good to every story. <laughs> appreciate that. You got us paid. But you get to Dallas. You get to Dallas. You're coming into a team. We're rolling a little bit. Yeah. What was your mindset coming in and how did you feel like you fit or like it went? 
in general? Um, obviously, it went well. yeah, obviously going to West Coast Finals, <laughs> yeah, it, it yeah. went really well. I think yeah. um, having been a guy that was second round guy, um, wanted to get paid, wanted to know my place in the league, all that other stuff. I was sensitive to the JB situation mm-hmm. um, and knowing he was up for, you know what I'm saying, money and wanted him to get his money. I want every, you know, man to get his bread uh, that, he, that he clearly earned. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I first got traded here, I didn't know whether I was starting, coming off the bench, whatever it was, because I knew the team was already playing well. Yeah. And it was just kind of like a, all right, we're going to see what happens. Because yeah. um, obviously, you know, you make good money, you, you expect that you're going to be in a rotation. Like I knew I was going to play. Yeah. And, you know, wanted to start whatever, cool, but obviously sensitive to that dynamic. And like I said, we were a good team. So you never rocked the boat of a good team. If we were ass, I'd have came in like, yo, yeah, yeah. what we doing? Yeah, um, But J-Kid actually, I don't know if you remember, the very first practice, he brought us in the locker room. He was like, we got some new additions, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He was like, here's how we play here. We're going to get the ball to Luca, JB, and Spencer. If you're a shooter, shoot it. If you're a rebounder, rebound. Everybody knows their job. We do what we do. Boom. So I sat there and said, well, okay. It was pretty clear. Like, yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah. these that are our three playmakers. Y'all do y'all job. Anybody have any questions? No. Are we good? Yeah. Cool. And so I was like, well, obviously I'm not starting. Yeah. But like, he just told the whole team when he's in there, get him the ball. Get him the ball. Yeah. Y'all run. Hey, listen, bro. Honestly, I joined the team halfway through the season. I can't be mad at that. They both hooping the two dudes ahead of me. So, hey, how can we do this? So that we can all make this happen and, and turn it into the West Conference Finals. So like we talk about that all the time, egos. Yeah, a lot of guys probably and, in that position probably want to do that. And the crazy part about it, Spencer and Bertans came in with an ego and wanted to play and like, yo, nah, I need this, need that, because we needed Spencer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? If they came in with that type of mentality, yeah. Oh, for sure, it've been curtains for us. Same thing as because like, Luca didn't play. Remember, Luca didn't play the first. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah first yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, playoff series. To, Game four? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Game four? It would have been curtains for us. Yeah. It would been curtains because we lost game one, which was- That was my fault, though. It was curtains. I missed like six free throws. A couple lays, too, I think. But yeah, we all that. Yeah. But I like 25 minutes, seven. No, definitely, <laughs> definitely had a great, great run, great run. But last thing is, talk about what was the of last season? Um, I think I know your answer, but what was the most fun part Actually, let's say, let me ask you this first. Yeah, yeah, let me ask you this. What was the fun, most fun part of the playoff run last year? Game seven was me and mine. I mean, I thought that was. Oh, well, obviously not. Look, yeah, many times if you want to talk about the exact <laughs> thing, <laughs> yeah. Game like seven, lit, bro. You got to talk about, you got you to talk about, you got to talk about, what are oh, we sorry. doing here? <laughs> Think about it, man. Me and, me and Luca in game seven after that got mentioned with Shaq and Kobe. That's I am crazy. I was a Laker fan I didn't know until that. I got in the league. And I'm a Kobe fan to the day I die. Uh-huh. Period. So, like, for a child that grew up looking at stuff like that, uh-huh. for him to be like, hey, the only other duo to get 30 points in a game seven, you know what I'm saying, is Shaq and Kobe. It's legendary. It was like, what? Boy, you want to talk about lit, of course. But in terms of just, like, what was most fun for me, my road in life has not been easy in terms of, like, relationships, basketball, all that. My role in the NBA has been ass for the most part. <laughs> no, I'm saying. No, not for sure. Like, yeah. except for bright spots here and there. Like, you know what I'm saying? I had a couple year run in Brooklyn, cool. Yeah. Had other difficult parts. Like, being around people 
that you genuinely like. Yeah. And it goes back to what I said. Like, I probably don't get here if you two don't co-sign me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If y'all are like, nah, like, fuck him. He's a bad dude, blah, blah. They probably don't make that trade. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Having two friends here already, coming to a locker room, everybody accepting me, being like, yo, hey, you heard what J. Kidd said? Like, Doe Do came up to me. I think it was like the third game I played because I was still kind of trying to like pass fit in. I think I had like eight yeah. points my first two games, like mm-hmm. eight and eight. He was like, yo, bro, we couldn't guard you in Brooklyn. What's going on? Like, you heard what Coach said. <laughs> you heard what Coach said. If Luke and JB ain't got the ball, go get it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's real. And it was like, damn. Like, so not only are the coaches saying it, the players saying it. And then, and then like we talked about when Moose or, or BJ or whatever might give me a compliment. Sometimes you need to you hear need, that you need from to hear, yeah. because Doe's playing 40 minutes a night. Yeah. And he's like, listen, I ain't out here guarding LeBron for you to not go get a basket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, Doe. Wait, what'd you just say? Yeah. yeah. You just said, don't worry about me. I'ma go guard him. Go score. It's like bucket. go get buckets. All right. That's all right, guys. Listen, y'all, y'all, y'all <laughs> gotta give me all this. Like, this is a dream. Dream. <laughs> no, I was like, this is a dream. Like, cause I'm coming in like, yo, listen, I know y'all playing well. I don't want to mess in another. Like, yeah. look, I, I know coach said it. If I come out here jacking her, y'all gonna be mad. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. or the personalities. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, look, I don't want to rock the boat. I already know how it feels like to rock the boat a little bit and people turn on you and they point the fingers. And, and obviously that's kind of some of the what I've experienced in my mm-hmm. in my career where like I think I'm doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to say the right thing or yeah. do the right thing. They're like, oh, it's his fault. It's this, it's that. So I was coming here like, yo, listen, the last thing I want is to hear none of that. Yeah, like yeah. I would I would rather not score than to have that happen again because I'm yeah, tired yeah. of being that that guy. That guy, yeah. You know? And so that was actually one of the other people conversations, like I said, with Doe, where he was like, bro, I'm a guard LeBron. Go score the basketball. Yeah. Like, it's I couldn't tough. guard you in Brooklyn. Come on. What do you... Come on. Teammates yeah. like that is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's he over here cracking jokes. He like, man, you got a baby on you. He, he, I'm laughing and, and shit on the side. Yeah. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. It's come time. On, come on, it's time. Like, we it's got time for you. I now, now we really got it. I got to plan around. Yeah, yeah. We got to go hoop. Yeah. All right. Last question. Who in the league, who's the first person to bust your ass to like introduce, like, okay, I'm in the league now? Um, because we got your welcome to NBA moment. That was just your whole Detroit experience. Yeah. So that's yeah. who was your that's, who was like uh, like doggone. The the hard part about that is like because I blocked out most of that first two years. I don't really know <laughs> to be honest. Like I don't like. I, yeah, I don't. I don't. And I've also been fortunate enough that because of the position I play, I typically don't have the guy. I think I only started guarding the guy for real when I was playing with D'Lo. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, Harden gave us 60 that one game. That was crazy. That was nuts. Like, we had, we had some, some times where people- Came back and won that game, though. Oh, listen. Hey, boy, 33 and 10 yeah. had nine points in the last Jeez. 15 seconds. Yeah. T-Max style on the Rockets Came floor. back and Jeez. won that game. Game winner, whole nine. Impressive. Like, they go to YouTube. <laughs> yeah. It's they, on there. Play the clip. Play the clip. We play clips here. But yeah, nah, like, I've definitely been, I've definitely, I've definitely been in, in games where I got caught with some heat for sure. For sure. I just don't remember the very first time. Yeah. It's all good. I yeah. wouldn't want to remember it either. Yeah. But, Spencer, we appreciate you, my boy. That is another episode of Run Your Race. Everybody, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, watch it on YouTube, subscribe, watch this one live. Thank you for coming on, AJ. Appreciate you coming down to Dallas. Yes, sir. And uh, 
Have a good year, my brother. We're going to need it for sure. Hey. My boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's another one. That's a wrap. There you go.